0: Well, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. Food. First, did you hear Chick-fil-A is getting into the entertainment business? Yeah, they have a job listing for an entertainment producer to create content that's not just about chicken, but about connection, care, and community. Mm -mm. Second, TGI Friday's closed down 36 underperforming restaurants nationwide. Honestly, I I didn't know they were still in business. I haven't been to a Friday since I was in high
1: school. People like you.
0: And finally, in the world of food, are you just hanging on to your New Year's resolution by a thread? This may be just the incentive you need. The low-calorie, high-protein ice cream company, Halo Top, is offering you $5,000. One-on-one coaching and a talent manager if you're willing to set a fitness goal and stick to it in 2024. Hmm. Oh, and you have to be willing to eat ice cream all along your journey.
1: <laughs> wow. Sign me up. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Five grand just to eat ice cream and
0: have a trainer. And,
1: quote, exercise.
0: <laughs> and quote, try to lose weight.
1: Okay. So it's it's not too late to still be talking about some New Year's resolutions, right? I've got some parenting New Year's resolutions for you that... I think the parents have probably already given up. We'll talk about them next. Okay, so we're still in January, so we can talk about New Year's resolutions. These are some parenting tweets about New Year's resolutions. My New Year's resolution, I'm going to try to be more patient and understanding. Meanwhile, my kid is complaining about his spaghetti touching his corn. Oh, well, better luck next year. (laughs) Another parenting tweet. I said a New Year's resolution. I'm never going to yell at my kids again. But I changed it. Instead, I'm going to lose 50 pounds, train a baby elephant to read Shakespeare, then run a 100 mile ultra marathon while wearing a Donald Duck costume because I want it to be attainable <laughs> rather than yelling at the kids. And the last one 2024, I've made a new, re- a new year's resolution to be the parent I always thought I'd be before I had kids. First step get rid of the kids. <laughs>
0: Okay, do you have any thrifters in your families? I have a star thrifter that I know. It's my niece. And I can't wait to tell you the story about the ultimate thrift Hmm. in just a minute. So do you have any big thrifters in your family? My niece, Laura, is infamous for her thrifting. Remember, I told you guys the story and shared the picture of... She thrifted a prom dress for like 10 bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. And uh, most recently I I picked her up. We were going to go out and she had just been thrifting with a friend and she's, I'm like, show me what you found. And she found this really cute belt and then she found a free people shirt for like $3 or something. She loves that brand. Hmm. But this is a thrifting story like no other. I've told you guys this story on the Kevin and Taylor show before. There's uh, a lady named Emily who thrifted at Goodwill... A wedding dress for only twenty five dollars. That is a designer. I don't even know how to pronounce the guy. The designer, mm-hmm. Gila Lahav, sixty two hundred dollar wedding dress. She got it for twenty five bucks. Hey, not even engaged. What? Not dating anyone. But I told but you that story thought, a while I back. This. <laughs> she just got proposed to by her boyfriend. <laughs> so she finally is going to be able to wear the $25 wedding dress that she thrifted. Oh, that's great. That would normally have cost her $6,200.
1: And they're birds of a feather he proposed to her very romantically. Uh, He had a coupon and early bird special at Cece's Pizza. (laughs) So the dress and the and the engagement dinner, a total of like thirty-five bucks. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's great, man! But what a what a smart person to think ahead. Like, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna need this
0: when you can get some that big of a bargain. Yeah. Why not? No kidding. In just a second, I'll tell you something else pretty cool that my niece thrifted. I already told you about her twelve-dollar prom dress mm-hmm. and her three dollars right. free yeah. people sweater. Wait a shot. Um, but just to follow up, the the lady Emily who bought the twenty-five-dollar designer bridal gown at Goodwill. It normally would cost her sixty-two hundred dollars. She got it for twenty-five bucks. The proposal. Uh, He got down on one knee in front of Buckingham Palace.
1: Wow. So it it wasn't CeCe's Pizza. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: But my niece went thrifting the other day with her mom right before heading back to college. Uh, She got an apartment with three other girls. They're not in the dorm anymore. And she found these really nice sheer curtains for their living room for 50 cents a panel.
1: Wow. Yeah. Wash them,
0: hang them, done.
1: There you
0: go. (laughs) I got to start thrifting more often. (laughs) Okay, so if you like playing pranks on your family members, if that's how you express your love, these kids play the best prank on their mom. Okay, so these are all adult children, and they decide, our family's gotten too big, we're having a white elephant gift exchange this Christmas, we're not going to each, it's just too expensive. So they're all unwrapping their white elephant gifts, and you watch the mom, she's like, oh, that's so pretty. I have one kind of like that. That's gorgeous. And then they, someone else opens a, a scarf, and she's like, oh, that's such a great color. You know what? I have a scarf like that, and I'm not making this up. They open about five or six gifts, yeah. and finally she goes, did you guys get into my house and take my stuff and wrap it
2: up?
1: <laughs> I've seen that before. That's why I was laughing on America's so Funniest funny. Videos. Oh, yeah. really? It made yeah, yeah. it to that far? Yeah, it's that's really That's so funny.
0: cute. Hey, do you know someone who is a walking miracle? Coming up, check out this little girl. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! Are you or someone you know a miracle baby? So many people are, and this little girl is no exception. Georgia and her husband Tyler were expecting their first baby and learned after an ultrasound at 20 weeks that their little unborn baby had spina bifida and most likely would never walk. Well, the couple had a cutting-edge surgery where their baby girl was operated on while still in the womb. She was in intensive care for 52 days, had a ton of therapy, but now this little miracle girl, her name is Piper, is five years old, and she can finally walk, Hmm. and she was just in her school play.
1: No kidding. She gets
0: tired easily, but she is just thriving.
1: Yeah that is what a great story. And I get tired easily too. So (laughs) Don't worry about that. You
0: ever planned a vacation of a lifetime and you're like, this is going to be so great. It's going to be so awesome. And it looks nothing like you thought it would. Hmm. (laughs) We're going to talk about that next. So you ever scrimp and save up for a trip of a lifetime and there's parts of it that turn out not at all. How the brochure described it. Uh, That happened to my sister-in-law, Zan. She, um, she is just such a giving, loving, caring person. She found herself suddenly a single mom when her daughter was only 6 months old mm, through wow. a really, 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 really tough situation that I will not go into. And so money's been tight ever since. Well, her daughter still lives at home, but she's a waitress and she saved up and they got one of those discount cruises, you know, like super duper cheap. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the super cheap Cruise line. Good for them. And yeah. And at first when her daughter gave her the gift, she's like, can you get a refund on this? Like she did not see herself as a cruise person at all. Mm-hmm. Um, She came back saying, I'm a cruise person now. She yeah. loved it. But
1: everybody does.
0: There was an excursion they did where this, um this company took them out on kayaks. And at first it was really fun and adventurous. And they're like, Oh, look at us. We're kayaking in the ocean. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden this horrific, torrential storm moved in <laughs> and they were rowing and rowing and rowing and rowing and rowing, and they could not get back to shore. They felt like they were getting further and further and out. Oh,
2: and no. finally they passed this oh, fisherman man. and they would fit,
0: they would row and drift back and row and drift back. And finally Tabitha, my niece looked up at the guy and goes, want to give us a toe? And he just laughed. And they're like, they started getting really scared because they're like, no what if we get pulled out to sea? Well, finally, a boat came and rescued them, like a little, like, you know, smaller boat. They literally needed rescue. They barely could get off the kayak and climb in. So then, Zan's, like, clinging to this kayak, because she thinks, if I drop this kayak over the edge of the boat, they're going to charge us for it. (laughs) I don't have the money for this. And... I'm not making this up. The boat runs out of gas.
1: That's <laughs> showing them so back. So the guy's like,
0: you must get out. You've got to get out of the water. Get out. And she's like, what? So she had to like try to hoist herself back out. And, get, and then they capsized. Oh, no. <laughs> so Tabitha's like, mom, you got to get back on. She's like, I cannot. She goes, I refuse to get back on that kayak. <laughs> And she starts swimming to shore and they look over and there's a reef and there's people literally standing there with drinks in hand. Just look at them like,
1: what's the big deal? Because
0: they're on the safe side. What an ordeal. They did not mention torrential downpours or storms moving in suddenly in the brochure. They
1: never do in the brochure. Story of your sister-in-law and your niece and their excursion that went wrong on the
0: kayaking.
1: Yeah, kayaking on that cruise. We've uh. had a couple of excursions on trips go wrong, like tours that we've bought. Um, but the fact that they went wrong made it a story that we'll tell over and over again. Like when we were in Boston, we took a historical it was it was billed as a historical ghost walk through Boston. Ooh. And our, I think I told you guys about our tour guide, Vlad. He was Russian and he'd only been in the U.S. for like two years. And all he did was make fun of all of us that a Russian knew more about American history than we did. Oh, ouch. (laughs) I didn't know that the belittling was no extra charge, Vlad. (laughs) He probably
0: didn't get very many tips.
1: That made that that one kind of go sideways. And then the other one we went on when Tracy and I went on that Viking cruise that started in Amsterdam. We got to Amsterdam a day early and we took a a walking tour with a guy. It was packed. It was so crowded where we were in Amsterdam. It was like wall to wall people. Like like your favorite sports team sold out game is just letting out. You're trying to get to your car. It was that packed. And he disappeared. (gasps) He was gone. What? And then like a half hour later, just walking around, we ran into him and he's like, I've been looking everywhere for you. I'm like, no, you weren't.
0: <laughs> no way. You pay all this money for a tour and he ghosts you?
1: He took off. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've had a couple of them wow. go sideways. But for the most part, though, I've found when you, you hire a tour guy, it usually goes pretty well. And oh, you learn good. a lot that you wouldn't in a compressed amount of time on your own. So that that is cool.
0: Hey, what is the best Christmas gift you got this year? Hmm. This could be the worst or the best Christmas gift ever, depending on how you look at it. A guy in D.C. gave his wife a Powerball ticket for Christmas that hit $2 million. Hey, there we go. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it was for a drawing that happened December 2nd, and he hadn't checked the numbers. So they didn't find out it was a winner until Christmas Day. Pretty weird gift idea, because what if it had not hit the jackpot? A three week old losing lottery ticket. <laughs> wow. Thanks for the gift, honey. <laughs> but $2 million.
1: Yeah. yeah That's the yeah. best
0: Christmas gift ever.
1: Huh. I had a, an uncle that gave us, uh, speaking of like something that takes a while to mature, my uncle would give us savings bonds. You remember, say, mm-hmm. do people still give those?
0: I think so. He, he would and give speedies. us sa-
1: U.S. savings bonds every year for a birthday, Christmas, whatever. You're like, wow. Thanks, Uncle Max. Do you still have them? <laughs> no, we don't have them anymore.
0: No. Hopefully, you sold them and you didn't just yeah, lose them. No, okay, Yeah, lose yeah, them. No, yeah.
1: No, but but still, yeah, imagine the kid, joy of an eight year old kid getting right. a, a $50 savings bond. It was an incredibly generous gift on his part and yeah. long term thinking, but no eight year old is thinking, wow, this is going to come in handy when I go to college. <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: Coming up in a minute, as a parent, have you ever been scolded by a stranger? As a parent, have you ever been scolded by a stranger? It's the worst, isn't it? That happened to a mom named Samantha. She had taken her son, who wasn't feeling well, with her to the grocery store. He wouldn't eat any of the snacks she had brought from home. Hadn't eaten in a day or two because he had been sick. So when he asked for some yogurt in the cart because he hadn't eaten all day, she opened it up and gave it to him, Mm -hmm. fully intending to have the package scanned at checkout. Mm -hmm. Well... She got scolded by the cashier at the checkout and said she's never felt more judged as a mom.
1: What did she tell her? Like, don't don't do that. Like, like yeah. Like it at first just, or something. Or?
0: I can't believe like first she took the yogurt container and threw it in the trash. And she goes, oh, no, I told you what my son ate that. I need to pay for that. And mm. she like <laughs> got it out of the <laughs> trash and was like, uh, you know, you're not supposed to eat things until you pay for them. <laughs> and it's created this huge online debate. Is it okay to let your kids snack on things at the grocery store that they haven't paid for yet?
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I could, I could argue both sides of it. I could absolutely yeah. argue both sides of it. If I think
0: it, I've heard of adults doing it. Like they just rip open a bag of chips and yeah. chow down in the in the aisles and then pay at the end.
1: Yeah. I don't know that I've ever been that hungry that I, mm-hmm. I'm i going to pass out if I don't have this bag of chips yeah, before I, so, I, I, I have check out. Yeah. yeah.
0: I always hear, don't go to the grocery store hungry because man, when I do.
1: Oh, you buy everything in sight, right? Right, 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 right. But, you know, we should talk about this. Why don't you give us a call? Has that ever happened to you as a mom or a dad? Have you ever been corrected in public? Or, here's a brave one, have you ever corrected someone? So your parenting or your kids, have they ever been corrected by strangers when you're out and about? Or... Have you stepped in and corrected someone? We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Ava, we're talking about being corrected or correcting someone about the behavior of kids, like in the grocery store out and about. Have you ever had that happen?
2: Yeah. So my daughter is autistic, and um, she has behavioral issues. We're so stemmed by
0: screaming or um, hitting things. Hmm. I get a lot of stares and people
2: saying, "Why aren't you correcting your daughter?" I'm like, "She's autistic and she's two. I can't really do anything." Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's
1: got to be tough for uh. you. Have you have you learned to deal with it? To tell people, "Oh, she's autistic. We're just having having an issue. It's going to be okay."
2: I have actually been embarrassed so many times in the grocery store that I. I just order pickup now. Hmm.
1: Have you have you partnered with other parents who have autistic children to try to navigate and find out how do we move forward with with our lives so we don't have to do pickup the rest of our life?
2: I I have tried um, finding other parents with autistic children, but the only ones that are local
0: have autistic children that are in like their teenagers stage. Oh, that's um, tough. The
2: no toddler
0: autistic moms. Oh man, I hope you can find a group yeah. soon. And
1: you know what? We're going to put you on hold. Um, maybe Griff can get your number. I am sure there's going to be some parents who have autistic kids. who are going to hear this and be like, please put me in touch with her because we, we can help her with that. So can you hang on yeah, for a minute? Yeah, we'll be praying for you, Ava. Of hang on. Hey Morgan, we're talking about kind of a delicate situation when uh, you're out in public and then kids are are scolded or some or maybe you do the scolding. Which one was it for you?
2: Oh, um, a man scolded me
1: for your parenting. Ooh, man!
0: Where were you? What happened? So I was in
2: um, a grocery store parking lot, and I had just worked up the courage with two children, a baby in my in the car seat inside of the cart surrounded by bags of groceries and my son was toddler age and I was just holding his hand I was pushing the cart with one hand and this like 80 year old man rolled his window down and just followed me in the parking lot yelling at me out the window about how irresponsible it was that I didn't have both kids in the cart and I just was so shocked about it I was like where was I supposed to put this second kid yeah
0: there's no room in the cart
1: wow and you, yes. just, you said you had just worked up the courage to go to the grocery store with the kids. Is that what it was?
2: Yes. I just, I, you know, you got to be a mom of two babies and figure out how to yeah. two at a grocery it's store and not have any room in a grocery cart. And I just was like, wow, that was quite
0: a topper to that. Situation. Yeah, it'd be one wow. thing if you if the toddler was wandering off, but you had him by the hand. Everything was safe. Oh yeah, everything was secure. Wowzers! I
2: had his hand, and I just waved at the man. and I said, I hope "You have a nice day." <laughs> Good wow. for you. Well,
1: he's probably like back in my day. We just leave them home in their cages where they belong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, old timer. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry yeah, that really. happened to you,
0: Morgan, but you handled it really well with grace. So way to go. <laughs> In just a minute, I'm going to test Kevin's knowledge of the UK because he's got so many friends on Twitter from there. Uh, This is another edition of Taylor's The More You Know. Okay. So this first one, I've got three things for you. The first one is really fun to know starting the new year because everybody in January tries to lose weight, feel great, get healthy. Do you know that your brain is 2% of your weight but uses 20% of your energy? Hmm. That means on an average day... You use 320 calories just to think. Wow! I'm gonna start trying to think extra hard. Wow! <laughs> and then have I think, the cookie.
1: Uh, <laughs> some of the people I know are not using that many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me included. Uh, all
0: right. The fun, second fun fact, and Taylor's the more you know. The piano that Freddie Mercury played when Queen was recording this song. Oh, is the same piano that Paul McCartney played when the Beatles were recording Hey Jude.
1: No kidding. Did you know that? Was it in the same recording studio or something, I guess?
0: I, it's, all I know is the same piano. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought wow. that was really cool. Man, okay, look so at that. this uh, tests your knowledge a little bit of of UK culture, Kev. Okay. You know this famous song? You do the
2: hokey pokey and turn yourself around.
0: That's what it's all about. Well, it has the same name in America, Canada, and Australia. What is it called? What is that song called in England and New Zealand?
1: The Hokey Pokey. What is it called? Yeah, in, what's in, that
0: song called?
1: Ah, uh, the the Royal Shuffle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good guess. No, it's called the Hokey Cokey.
1: The Hokey Cokey.
0: It's not the Hokey Pokey. It's the Hokey Cokey in huh. England and New Zealand.
1: No, no, it's the. Hokey cokey. Hokey cokey. Hokey cokey. And that's
0: another edition of Taylor's <laughs> The More You Know. I'm kind of a little nervous, Kev, to talk to our producer Griffin today. He said that someone who's been involved in their lives is no longer going to be involved in
1: their lives. Mm. Yikes. Okay, good. But when you said you were nervous to talk to him, I thought, what, did you walk into his studio and he had his resume out? <laughs> <gasps> no, thank goodness. <laughs> okay. Any, anything less than that, I'm good with. <laughs> so, Griff, somebody's disappearing from your life that you're going to miss... Terribly? Who's it going to be? Yeah, yeah. My, my wife and I are pretty upset about this. Uh, we've had a
0: tradition in our family for at least five years. Almost weekly, we go to the same restaurant. It's somewhere... Everyone likes the food there. Mm-hmm. And every time we go, we have the same waitress. Okay. So we've gotten to know her over the years. Yeah. And like, she just takes care of us when we come in, which is just, as a parent, it's such a relief. Yeah. You know, she just knows what drinks we want. She basically knows our order, mm. just takes care oh, of everything. How fun. And it's like, like, we as parents, yeah. we can just kind of relax because we just know everything's going to be good here. Well, she is pregnant <gasps> and is going to have a baby soon and is not coming back. Oh. Yeah, oh, no, we like I said 5 years
2: at That's least. That's a huge loss we've in her. life. We had yes. And it, it's pretty sad. It's it's oh, over. It's man.
0: done. We need to get yeah. her a baby gift. We got after, we got her one, yeah. Did you oh, after yeah, taking yeah. care of oh, you guys yeah. for 5 mm, she's years. She's the best and oh. it's over now. Maybe uh, you, you should ask
1: her like <laughs> uh, is there another person on staff that you could transition us to? We were asking her, like, so who Let should we ask know? for now? She's like, well, this person's OK. This one's all right. And yeah. So
2: yeah, we're trying to get the Oh, lowdown.
0: that is wild. Because yeah. that's a rare relationship nowadays. Yeah. 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 So many yeah. times we go to the restaurant and yeah, Turnovers. servers are yeah, great, the but we don't know them. Right or
1: right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's rough. What, what are you going to do? I she know. knew just how to make. Griffin's Nuggies. (laughs) Nuggies? Chicken nuggets.
0: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I didn't even know what that was. We'll we'll probably save a lot of money now by not going there as often, most likely. (gasps) You really think you won't go Uh, as much just because of her? Maybe. Wow. That says so much about our wait staff that works so hard for us. Wow.
1: Employers take note. Business owners take note. Your people are very, very valuable. (laughs) Yeah. Losing a customer over somebody or, or, you think the owner of the restaurant's listening, and is this your way to get a free gift card? <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> please, please, please,
0: please come back. Coming. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that's come out of the last three or four years is uh, being able to work from home, right? People who are you're able to do flex time or whatever, but a lot of CEOs are saying in this year and the next couple of years, they're requiring everybody to come back, which is leaving a lot of uh, moms and dads, particularly moms, uh, in a tailspin, what am I going to do about the kids? Um, so let's talk about that. If if you are one of those folks who's like, man, flex time and being able to work from home has radically changed my life. What would happen if all of a sudden you had to go back in five days a week? Hi, Elena. It's Kevin and Taylor. And we're talking about uh, moms in particular and working from home. And how would it impact them if all of a sudden the boss said, hey, you got to come back in. We can't do this flex time work from home thing anymore. Would that would that impact your life?
2: It definitely impacted my life actually in the opposite way when COVID first broke out because I'm an elementary music teacher, and going from working at the school to working full-time at home was definitely a change.
0: Yeah. (laughs) For the better or for the worse?
2: Uh, It depended on how the kids were acting at that time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you're obviously a teacher. You're back in full-time now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, there's some some statistics like 70% of moms work outside of the home now, 70%. And then they say that uh, American families, like two-thirds of American families are spending up to 25% of their income on daycare. So they're, they're oh, yeah. saying like, it's not going to make any financial sense for me to go back into the office. This has been a game changer and it's helped our lives so much. But uh, the other statistic that jumped out was 40% of working moms are saying that if they have to go back into the office full-time, they're going to have to find another job. They're just not going to be able to do wow. it.
2: Wow. Yeah, because daycare payments are the size of a mortgage. Mm. It's yeah. not
1: more. Man. No kidding. It's wow. just crazy expensive, right?
2: Yep.
1: Mm, well, hang in there. That, thanks for calling and sharing that bit of a uh, bit of your life with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you. thanks
0: for teaching those kids every day, Elena. Of course. It's my pleasure. Have a great day.
1: Tracy, great name. That's my wife's name. <laughs> we're talking about uh, about a lot of companies are saying in the new year and the next coming years, they're going to start requiring people to come in five days a week back to the old, you know, nine to five, five day a week grind. If, if that were to happen to you, would it have a negative impact on your life?
2: Actually, it would happen to me, but it's a little bit different with me. I was an essential worker during COVID. Okay. And once they brought everybody back in, they restructured my department and terminated my job. No. So, yes, I I was very upset. I said some words I shouldn't have said to my supervisor at that time, Mm. but I digress. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I managed to get a job working from home for about two and a half years, not knowing that my father was going to come ill. Mm. My being able to work from home at that time, I was able to bring my equipment over to my parents' house, to help take care of my father up until he passed away in May. Mm. Oh, wow. That's After he gracious. passed away, my mom and I got back into church. I started missing the camaraderie with other people Mm, mm that's you know working from home you don't see people face to face you don't get to shake hands hug yeah and i started working on finding another well actually this job kind of fell in my lap i now have a position at my county government office making substantially more money than i was working from home but i do to this day i say that this job coming to me It's ironic that everything fell into place, and God was able to help me and give me mercy. (laughs) Sorry, to be able to help Mm. my daddy.
0: Oh, that is priceless! What a story! Thanks so much, Tracy, for sharing a little bit of your life with us. Yeah, thanks for sharing that.